minutes, 38 minutes, Friday night, Friday night, Friday night, Friday Time schedule for us, but you know we fail, never fail not to deliver. We're here, mate. How are you doing over there, Juddy? We never fail not to deliver is probably we the never. most confusing way to say that, and I feel like it suits our brand. Um, coming at you from a different time slot just to keep me guessing, as we like to do. Yep, never failing. No, consistently inconsistent is what we are. That's it. Refreshingly, refreshingly low quality. Yeah, exactly, and that refers to. Like metaphorically low quality, as in we don't come at the same time every week. Some weeks we uh, delay it a while. As as trustworthy as the dockers in the wet. Yeah, pretty much. Um, can we pretty get, much as can trustworthy we do a GoFundMe. as Ethan Hughes with the ball? Can we do a GoFundMe page to put a lid on Optus Stadium? Well, yeah, that'd be good. Good for us anyway. Um, I reckon they need um, more coverage of the roof as well. Like, there's a fair bit, like most seats Oh, even covered. you're getting wet. I got sprayed. So, when it, I'll, I'll tell you about it now. So, we were sitting there. Um, we're pretty far deep in. Like, we're like row 18 or something. And um, the bucket came down in the second quarter. We were like, wow, that's heavy. And then the wind must have caught it. And then just everyone in like rows 1 to 25 just got absolutely sprayed. And then it slowed down. Yeah. It was actually, um, we mentioned this on the day, it was quite chubby rain for anyone that has seen uh, the 1990 film, 1999 film Bowfinger starring Steve Martin and Eddie Murphy, Heather Graham. Uh, aliens come down in the rain and make it chubby. Chubby so rain, that's a no from you, me. But you, uh, Yeah, you were probably four years old in 1999. Good little insight into... Uh... Inside into the weather there, so you got a little bit wet, so you probably didn't enjoy. Only in the second quarter. Like... No, I didn't mind. It was fine. Looks like the players that. weren't enjoying it. Oh, uh, guy missed didn't mind it. Should we go into the game? Yeah, hundred percent. So ten ten seventy to twelve thirteen eighty five, which is not bad in the wet, scoring seventy points considering it's been bone dry. We've scored forty before. Um, pre-game. We were talking about how it's looking pretty wet and um, Hughes is going to be just fumbling around. So Hughes will yeah. get 20 touches per disposal. Yeah, I thought it was a pretty good ratio. call. Yeah, he's tip-tap, tip-tap. 20 to 1. Um, Hughes, you were talking about him. He did pretty well and nearly won us the game off his own boot with a double shimmy. Um, Mate, so how can we just go? We need to do a whole straight to that. On... Straight to yeah, that. Yeah, that's all I really want to talk about. <laughs> He he just he just put the whole squad on his back and he's like clear it out like Pagan's paddock just give me some room boys a little also, salt some candy little wasn't two it for a one goal? special wasn't it a goal uh, did it definitely look, hit the post it, when it it wasn't touched I'll give you the red hot no it wasn't touched it looked like it went through but like goal goal umpires call. Was it the goal umpire was standing six meters away behind the Richmond player, so I don't know how he's seen that it hit the post. Why, why can't they like? Why do they do it like cricket, where the umpire's decision matters? Just say, 
going to the third umpire. The re- it, it's counterproductive because he's going to goal review because he doesn't know, but he knows enough to have an opinion. It's like, well, do you not know or do you know? Because well, you kind I, of your opinion. I agree. So there should be a third option. So it should be, I believe it's a point. I believe it's a goal. Or I have no idea. I didn't see it. Like you're going to have say to make no the call idea. Up. Every so, single one's no yeah. idea. And then talk to him and be like, hey, mate, it kind of looks like it's touched. And they can be like, look, my gut, I said, look, I probably reckon it's touched as well. Just communicate. Don't, don't, don't do it like cricket. Like, um, the other thing is, I feel like if he had said that's a goal, it would have been a goal. Like there was just no evidence that it yeah. definitely hit the post or not, or it like didn't look touched. I think it was just purely post. It would feel like very if we, close to the post as well, but anyway. I feel like if we played Ethan Hughes off a half-forward flank this whole time, we'd have like three premierships. Well, we'd have two more wins, wouldn't we? So if Ethan Hughes had had that shot after the siren against North Melbourne, I reckon he could have, could have dobbed it. <laughs> Mate, that was a good launch. I mean, we'll go back. He probably... dubbed two players. It was unreal. I reckon oh, yeah. they were just like, oh, here we go. Hughes is going to have a shot from 55. Uh, no, he's not. He's going to have a shot from 50. Oh, uh, no, he's not. <laughs> I was just like, who is that guy? The crowd went feral. Like the crowd, every time he dummied, was elevating more. Oh um, yeah, that was, was that very was, dramatic. Very. We very would have won dramatic. the game if we would have won the game if that went um, was a goal. There's no doubt. I would have stormed. Oh, I would have almost jumped the fence as if he's kicked a thousand. But like, yeah, Buddy Franklin style third. reaction. Yeah. Um, uh, so I thought that was pretty good. Um, Jaya Miss was fantastic. Uh, he yeah, looked like so he was playing Jaya with miss. a different football. Jaya Miss actually actually gets it. I think um, kicks goals when we need goals. Very refreshing. Um, Couple other people. So uh, we had we had a, a few hits throughout the week. One of them from our man Louis McSevick, who said he's actually not a Kiwi. He's our our man that won the Indigenous Guernsey. Yeah. Not a Kiwi. He's had a rough throat, and he was just saying how um, he wants to hear more about the Brookie's laptop. He wants to hear more about yeah. punting. He's like, there's no more multis on the pod. Um, yeah. So I'll hit you up with this one, Louis. So me and Jack Carrington Jones, good listener of the show, mate of mine, um, decided to put a bet on uh, the Dockers, twenty five bucks each, so fifty bucks total, for Matty Johnson to get more than twenty touches into Luke Jackson to get more than twenty touches, paying five bucks. Came Ooh. through, baby. So Matty J That's had twenty five and Jackson had twenty three, both in the midfield, both playing extended minutes. So. Um, we did pretty well there. Um, I'm surprised you didn't I've launch into a little three ride, plus. Well, I've been riding the Matty Johnson train harder than I've been riding the Miss three plus. But the Miss isn't paying that much for three plus anymore. I only liked no, him. Too good. He was paying like three bucks or more. He's too good. Yeah, he was he, clunking. He's him. paying like nothing for two goals these days. He's paying like a dollar forty for two goals. It's like, how good was his clunk? And then he turns around and kicks it to Schultz, and Schultz drops it. It's like, yep, yeah, well, there it is. That's that is the quality difference that we're dealing with here. Schultz had yeah, a stinker, we, mate. Yeah, well, post-contract like, depression. Yeah, I feel like we had a lot of people that were down. So I'll go through the list. I'll mention James Ash. Oh, yeah, he went down like literally physically. hard. Yeah, physically. Um, so a few guys from Richmond, I think, showed us how to play in big games. Were Shy Bolton absolutely destroyed yeah. us? Yep. Um, Taranto destroyed us. Dion Prestia, Jaden Short, Jaden Short's you know five foot eleven, and he kicked Played three goals from he kicked three goals from outside fifty in the wet. Uh, yeah. And Trent Cochin killed us as well. Trent Cochin had a ton of the ball. 
Um, which was, you know, frustrating that we've played another person that was probably, you know, about to retire into form. When are we when are we gonna get a plan B in the wet? Like when are we going to We do were much different? better this week though. We were much better. I think the whole problem was we let them get too far ahead before it rained. So my my thoughts on the game were we dominated the first quarter or the first 10 minutes, but we kicked one goal three and then we ended up four goals to one at, yeah. at quarter time. Definitely. Um, so agree say we're you. three goals one and then they don't get as much of a run on and suddenly we're a goal or so up or it's even at quarter time and then the rain comes in the second. Suddenly at halftime, it's like even or up. You know, we're not having to chase back three goals in the wet and then get in front, which just means everything has to go right. Um, Old Chubby Rain cooked us after we cooked ourselves in the first quarter, I think. Definitely a massive problem of them having more goals than us. I agree with you there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Particularly early (laughs) on. I think the Melbourne game, like that last quarter, I think, we probably got ahead of ourselves because we were probably lucky to hang on, I think. And then like that last quarter there, we had all the ball and all the momentum and like, how's the Brennan Cox one at the end? It's just like, whoop, grab your lunch bag. We're going home. Like Mm. the Brennan Cox one and the Michael Walters one pretty much summed up like Michael Walters taking him, refusing to give the handball to four people as he does world's and slowest then, U-turn. He deserved kicking, to get... Kicking, you're kicking he, it to two, two yeah, Richmond defenders. That slow U-turn, he deserved to get poleaxed by a fucking like Jack Rewalt coming the other way. That's what he deserved, like a massive hit Ryan after Hansel, the ball. maybe. Oh, mate, he should have got shit mixed like James Ace's headband. That's what he deserved. And Brennan Cox, that toe poke, like that was just like, you know, in what's the sport where like you just, that remind me of like, Rugby really? league or NRL, really? where you just yeah. need to finish oh, yeah. the game. So it's like, yeah, kick it out. We just need to kick it out to get the yeah, game yeah, over. Yeah, rugby. He, he's just like, burp. He's, I'll send that thing. Over. That was just horrific. Like, yeah. If you've, with that much time left and where we were in the game, if you can't, if you, there were so many players open around him as well. But he probably didn't want to give it back to Michael Walters. He's like, mate, no way you're getting this thing back. Yeah. He's like, I saw that. Um, I was just going through because you said we had a lot of passengers. We had some really good players. So Sarong, Brayshaw, even Ace was quite good. Matty Johnson, Luke Jackson, Hayden Young was pretty good. Uh, passengers. Bailey Banfield had two touches, 0% efficiency, and one tackle. Oh, he did like he the was rain. woeful. Freddie looked injured. Apparently he is injured. He's got a sore ankle or foot or something. He had six touches. Uh, Sam Sturt... He was all right. I think um, he kicked that nice goal, but he's just so quiet, yeah. poor Sturdy. It's not really like he's a, more of a silky player rather than a, you know, Schultz crummer. Walters came on, had an impact, but also is not quite the player he used to be with that U-turn and kick. Like tries to be a little bit too cute sometimes, but Walters kicked two, which is good. Um, a miss, four goals from nine touches was awesome. Brandon Walker, oh, he wasn't too bad, Brandon Walker. Liam Henry, 10 touches on a wing, just occasionally would get involved, but just goes missing. Um, we need he, to talk about Liam Henry. There's been a question from Leone. Um, Switter, 11 touches, just like pretty quiet. Hughes, 12 touches, pretty quiet. Nearly won us the game, but pretty quiet until then. Um, he almost uh, took five five goal of the year off him. Yeah. There were... Um, James Aish, yeah. quiet asleep on the ground. 
How? Um, what are they? Why are they um challenging that three weeks? Um, it's a good. Did question. you hear the commentator commentators on the TV? No, nah, I was at the game. They're like, they're like, oh, they're, yeah, sorry. They're like, oh, yeah, only eyes for the football. It's just a good hit. It's just a, it's just a footy hit. It's like James yeah. H has his hands out in front of him trying to grab the ball. The other guy is tensing his bicep as he collects his head. Yeah, like so that's the difference, isn't it? They keep saying they're going for the ball. It's like, well, they're clearly not going for the ball because they're not no. reaching to go for the ball. Yeah, um, head on head is going for the ball. If head hits head, yeah, that's what we want to see. We want to see more head hits head. Um, I think they're trying to tell, but yeah, that's that's yeah. Well, so the other one is the um. So the what that's one of the things that pisses me off these days is how people get too um hysterical in defense of things like suspensions and bad hits. They're like, nah, that was fair. That's a football hit. It's like, no, it's not. He ran in and bumped him in the head so hard that his headband fell off. That was the oh, most dramatic him. thing. The headband coming. I thought it was his mouth guard. I was like, shit, was that his mouth guard popping up? Is that his like, head? Yeah. <laughs> was that some uh, brain just... cells that just fell? Like poor Aishi way... was rocked. Oh, yeah. The only way you get off that is if your name is Lance Franklin. And unfortunately. Yeah, I know. Oh, so... Mansell's way too unknown to even get off that. It's wild yeah. that they're challenging that. Um, Mantle the other Pace one is, is getting the... three weeks. Yeah. The uh, the Sicily one where Sicily like body slams him back onto his head. Did you see it? And then push it. Yeah. And then shoves him. Oh, yeah. Because he's a, he's a dog. Sicily is a dog. Like. He, if that was someone else, I might be like, oh, I don't think they meant to do it. But Sicily, I was like, I'm pretty sure he meant to like body slam him. But how's he knocks him out and then shoves him in the back? It's like, yeah. bro. Like a power move. Yeah, Sicily's a dirty dog. I can't believe people like, nah, nothing else they could have done in that situation. It's like, there are several things they could have done in that situation. One, don't turn your body to bump if you're not electing to bump. Like, if you're electing to bump, you bump. <laughs> You can't be like there was nothing else he could have done. Uh, yeah. And the Sicily one, why did he need to flip him over himself? Like, why didn't he just tackle him like a normal tackle. person? Yeah. Um, Touching on the, uh, touched on the commentators before, mate, that commentary on the TV was absolute. Nathan Jones, like, bleh, like my God. Yeah, I, I and haven't who, listened who, really, so maybe I should have who a listen back. Up. Who brought back Basil? Whose idea Basil, was that? Yeah. Like, just keep Basil as mayor. Like, yeah, they Just, must have been on real C-grade crew if they're getting in, like, random these people guys, and Basil I don't back. Get it. Do they just, like, is Basil short on money? And he's like, yeah, I'll do that. Like, I'll I'll send you an invoice. I reckon like, they didn't get... have anyone. I reckon it was, like, you trying to find some staff to build Dome Cafe or whatever. Um, I reckon we should we need to do, like, a live match where, like, me, you, and Ducky just well, well, well. well, 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 well. Um, I'll show you what someone has said on well, uh, uh, in reply to the Purple Rain. So Ducky or, or Ducky and I was on the Purple Rain have gone through all the Channel Seven broadcasted games. Well, they asked the um, what's that guy that does the stats on Twitter? Swamp oh, thing, Swamp thing, Swoop Dog. Swoop Dog's swoop, a horse that you swoop, bet on in Tasmania. Dog. No, Swamp Thing. Um, it, the it went sometimes. through twenty sixteen to twenty twenty three. It looks like. Where nine wins, eleven losses, and we get flogged. Someone, Maddie Reynolds, who's listened to the pod, has posted, You boys complain about the commentators, but hear me out. Why don't you do a live YouTube broadcast so we can sync it with the broadcast? 
Um, maybe do a crossover with Back Chat and Scoey and maybe Chief or Jojo from the restump. Um, then he said, maybe a second rogue live stream with Dork Talk and Hamish yeah. Brayshaw and the Flag Mantle boys that would be inappropriate and hilarious. And I've just been like, I'm definitely ch- tuning into the fun rogue stream. Yeah. And then Maddie Reynolds has replied, less ads, more dick talk. <laughs> yeah, say less. Say less. And we're not drinking shelter brewing. I'm drinking no. Swan Draft. Swannies. Um, I so I thought 100%. that was pretty good. Um, well, yeah. I'd you've say... got you've got yeah, enough go merch. You've got enough merch to perfectly line a live YouTube video. Like it'd be perfect. You, we can have yeah. your scarves. You could have the thing littered with purple. Ducky would only have free merch. He wouldn't have any. Should make that a rule. You're not allowed to wear free merch. It's got to be all purchase no, free, merch. It's got to be purchase purchase merch. That sounds purchase like merch. purchase merch. Sounds like Thirsty Merc the band. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the sequel. Mate, purchase live YouTube, merch. live YouTube commentating. I reckon we be sick. try and try and lock that in. Oh man! So I've just been looking at you. Your screen froze while you were smiling about three minutes ago. I've just been looking yeah, at you smiling for okay. It's just unfroze. You went delayed for a little while, which was Did a bit I? trippy. Remix. Yeah, you, you, you were saying stuff, but your mouth wasn't moving. Oh, maybe your internet's cooked. How's your new house? Yeah, lovely new apartment for all those wondering. Should we launch into maybe this week in GWS? Because we've no, got a not chance. Yet, there's heaps more I want to talk about. Oh, yeah. So first thing, uh, I thought this was like the one game we needed Sean Darcy. Oh, like 100%. 100%. About, there were so many times the ball was... Okay, the, okay. side note, tangent um, rant. The umpires kept trying to bounce the ball. They'd try and bounce it in a wet day and it would go sideways and they'd bring it back and then they'd throw it up. And then the next time they'd bounce it sideways, blah, blah, blah. just throw it up all the time, even if it's dry, just throw it up. Um, but um, so the amount of times that there was a ball up and then, like, the guy just got tackled, so it was a repeat stoppage. Like, that's Sean Darcy's city. He just grab it and kick it or something like that. And it was just – it yeah. was rough because Nankervis is a big um, a big brute like Darcy. And so I it would have been good to have of, both of them. That spud who was saying, you know, we should we should get rid of Darcy and we don't need him anymore. And, like, that I was think Paul that showed, Was it Hazelby? Didn't Kane Corn say it? Probably. I think Kane Corn said it'd be silly if we didn't explore options to see if anyone was keen on him. But um, well, obviously people are fucking keen on him. But like, I just reckon Jackson's Jackson has made our forward line look potent, and he's added like a like it's good. It takes yeah, Mm. it opens up a miss and opens up some things. And I think Darcy's a genuine ruckman, and I think that works well. I don't think I think Jackson. Sean Darcy being out was a huge loss and Jackson being taken out of the forward line was equally as bad. Yeah. Um I thought for our structure. So yeah, probably. it double it and I thought, man, our selections, like, can we just talk about like we gotta stop dogging Liam Henry and bringing him into game. Like, we're the worst, we're the worst thing for him. It's like here's a wet, scrappy match. We'll bring in Liam Henry. This would be good for his confidence. Like we keep Sam throwing Sturt him on the bus. Liam man. Henry. Yeah. Oh man, like why like so we lose Amira, just straight swap him for Brody. Just straight swap him for Brody. He was injured. Like big... Brody was injured. That's why he couldn't come in. But yeah, fair enough. Uh, all right. Well, how about Erasmus? There goes, <laughs> there goes my point. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I think, I, I just think if Fred, like Frederick being underdone, and you bring in Henry, like 
I just, I don't. And he's played in four out of our five losses this year now, Henry. The only win he's played in is against the Eagles. And a lot of fans are off Henry. And I get that. He so has something we've played. got to talk about is fans and Henry, fans abuse on Henry. Um, Leone brought it up and I thought it was a good point. Just quickly, before we talk about that, just on our selection and and how to, I think the Tigers taught us a lesson in how to play wet weather footy. Every inside 50 just went to 15 metres out from goal, top of the goal square. Yeah. And so like from there, all it takes is like it's slipping over the back in a soccer and suddenly, you know, rather than we're trying to hit up these perfect passes 40 metres out yeah. from goal. Um, so I think they taught us a lesson in how to, gain territory and then get it to a dangerous spot in wet weather footy because obviously they played a lot of like finals and in the wet and whatnot. Um, sorry. So on the Liam Henry thing, what do you think about it? He is copping a lot of shit. Yeah. Like my old man messaged me the next day. He went to the yeah. game. He messaged me the next day and he was like ropeable that he, he was saying he played golf with some guys. And as soon as they found out Liam Henry was selected, they swapped their tip. And I was like, that's a bit dramatic. And I was like, I, I was like, if Henry didn't have a good game, that's not the reason why we lost the game of football. But it, it is like getting to the point. It, with my old man especially, it's like it's Liam's it's, Henry's fault that bloody interest rates went up. Yeah, it's Tom Swift territory with the Eagles. So Leone hit us up just saying like how it's pretty weird how fans have turned on Liam Henry so much. Um, I've just got but up he's his a memory, stats. Yeah. He's a memory <laughs> so, of our losses. Because he's yeah, played yeah. four out of our five losses. And that game is such a terrible game to bring him into. Yeah, he's not a wet weather player. Um he will be I've one just got day, up but... I've just got up his stats. So he was drafted in 2019. 2020, when he had barely played um like senior footy against men, he'd played like Christchurch footy. So 2020 and COVID, he played three games. Um he got 16 kicks, eight marks, and six handballs. So 22 disposals. So he was getting like sort of six to eight a game. He kicked a goal. 2021, he played 17 games. Pretty good. Six of them wins. Um, getting sort of maybe five kicks a game uh, and a few hand passes a game. So still sort of averaging that eight to 10 disposals. Um, 2022, seven games. And then 2023, he's played five games. So, mate, he's played 32 games for one. Yeah. He's also, I think he's just turned 22. When's his birthday? He's still uh, 21, I think. He's 21. He's turning 22 soon. So, his birthday's in August. So, he'll turn 22 just before finals. 22-year-old kid, came out of school footy, uh, injured, has had to go through COVID year, like not playing any waffle. And then 2021, I don't even know if they played COVID in 20, they played Waffle in 2021. Anyway, I think AFL weren't allowed to play it. So he's pretty much gone like two very poor development years where he's had to play AFL or nothing. He's he's sort of an outside finishing player. So he's never going to be like, you know, Sarong is an inside mid. He plays inside mid and that's where he goes. And he's going to be pretty close to his ability every time. Whereas the outside players are always going to, you know, need a little bit longer to adjust. He clearly, um, Henry, hasn't adjusted as well or as quickly as we'd like to the speed of AFL. So he tries to do schoolyard tricks at AFL level and it just doesn't doesn't work. But uh, let's give this, like the same thing with Jackson. We're like, oh, he's only 21. Let's give him a chance. Bloody Henry's only 21. Let's give him a chance. 
He's played 30 games, 32 yeah, games. I, I, Let's give him till I, I, 70 games before we give him, before we like, you know, put him on a, get our pitchforks and run him out of town. The poor kid. I, and he's, as Leone said, sorry, just quickly, as Leone said, he's a young Indigenous kid. Mate, he, I hope he doesn't have social media or look at any, I know he does have social media actually, but I hope he doesn't look at anything online because he's the sort of kid that's going to fucking read these horrible comments leave the game, go up north and, like, maybe hurt himself. You know what I mean? Like, he's the sort of kid that could have very, you know, um, real mental health problems if people are just being, un- like, relentlessly dickheads to him online, being horrible. Sorry, yeah, go on. I, no, I, I couldn't agree more. But I I do not I don't understand why we, like, why can't we just play him in the pocket for a little bit or something? Like, I think this wing, I think we keep putting him on the wing and that's where we've like just got him permanently fixed. But I reckon he can rotate forward a little bit. Like I reckon definitely don't play. Like that's what I mean. I was pissed off when I seen him selected because I was like, man, I feel like we've got we've got him under the bus here already. Like I I, I that put that should have gone to Erasmus in uh, in my opinion. Um, I know like he doesn't deserve. You know you can't always play when the sun's shining and everything like that. But he could probably do with a little bit of help from the club as well, like making his life a little bit easier as a young footballer. I do think he's getting better. I do yeah, think he is. him playing in four out of our five losses, two of them being those stinkers at home. Like he played in the North Melbourne loss. He played throw a blanket over 13 players in that game that yeah, were as yeah. average as Henry. Well, even on the weekend, throw a blanket over 10 players. Like the, the thing it is that the people that think Liam Henry is the worst player ever to play AFL are the same people that think Sean McManus is the best docker to ever play for the Dockers. <laughs> and it's like you need to reevaluate how you rank these people because it is only emotion. Like you only think Shawnee Mac's cool because he was like, you know, an inaugural player and played through the bad times. And you only think Liam Henry's bad. I don't know. Maybe there's an element of these people are just a little bit nuffy, but um, hopefully there's nothing more sinister than that in this. But I feel like he's just become a whipping boy when yeah. his performance should be a cherry on top. Like we shouldn't be relying on him to drag us across the line. No, exactly right. Um, 100%. Yeah. I mean, we're lucky we're, we're lucky with some of the young players we've got and what they're capable of doing. I think he's going to mature late as well. Like you have a look at someone like Shea Bolton and what he's been able to do in the last couple of years. And he was nowhere... He was just skinny, skinny, too lightweight. And now look at him flourish when he gets more suited to the game. But if we don't yeah. allow him the chance to get suited to the game, um, we're not allowing his talent to shine through. Yeah. I was just pulling up then because I thought before we get too far, we should probably slap a multi on for the weekend. Yeah, I'm a big fan of this. What do you want to do? Well, do you want to tip? It's a buy... Round fourteen buy round, so we don't have all the games. But no, there's a fair I few think, buys. I think roughly of the week, if I'm looking at it, I think Geelong will upset nah. Port Adelaide. Nah, so oh, Geelong Jesus. have the worst post buy record on the AFL, and if you look oh. at the weekend post buy, us got done at home versus Richmond. Post buy, Sydney St Kilda, the worst game of AFL ever played in the history of the AFL. Um, there was one other team post buy. Brisbane lost to Hawks or something like that. Yeah, like it was it was upset City post buy. So I think the buy the buy woes are back. Um, you know it would be a pretty big upset. I saw this gag. I'm I've stolen this gag. Is if the buy got up against the Eagles this week, that'd be pretty. They'd be paying pretty well. Um, Mate, they <laughs> that's a stolen are... gag. But also, 
Um, do you remember when Port Adelaide were crap like 10 years ago? Someone made a video, Port Adelaide versus Dubai. Yeah. And then, like, in the end, it was like, Port Adelaide, a dominating possession. They've had 100% of the ball in the first quarter, but couldn't score. So it's nil all. And then they're like, at three-quarter time, uh, Port Adelaide uh, <laughs> were, had all the play, but, you know, fatigue started to set in and they fumbled it across the line for a, a rush behind to the bye. It is now 1-0 to the bye. <laughs> Pretty good editing. Um, who else, so you so, don't like... You I don't, don't like, like Geelong. All right, no. Port Adelaide. Do you reckon Sydney can go up to the Gabba and upset Brisbane? No. The Dockers will beat GWS? I hope so. That's Ross good odds, Lyon though, will, $1.90. Ross Lyon will... Or Richmond, that oh, could think, be the upset. I think Saints could be up there. Yeah, I'm going to seriously consider that. And I reckon the Suns beat Carlton. You reckon Gold Coast retire Michael Voss? <clears throat> yeah, that would be the retirement. I surely okay. So the problem with Carlton is I feel like they've been each week. I'm like, surely this is the week that you know Mackay kicks ten and suddenly they have a, the win that they needed. But each week they keep getting done. So. Mate, Gold Coast haven't been playing very badly. They're all, yeah, are off Gold, the bye, which about, is ruining my. They're they're off the bye, which goes against my whole theory. But North Melbourne or uh, the doggies, the doggies. All right, we'll lock that in for a little eighteen dollar multi. So we'll get around that. I do like your buy theory. Um, I mean, we have been punting. I I still believe Nat Five's going to be good for five goals in a game. I'm still chalking that up. Yeah. Oh, how about this? How about Carlton and the Bombers before their game on the weekend, bringing out all their premiership oh, yeah. cups around the thing? It's like, so Carlton last won in 1995, Bombers last won in 2000. Bombers haven't won a final since 2004, and Carlton have been a basket case for the last 10 to 15 years. How about them talking about their VFL flags like it's a, a real yeah. thing? Yeah, uh, we've won a few VFL flags. Like they've won what? Essendon two AFL flags, Carlton one AFL flag. They haven't what won. They've, they... they've won three flags between them in the AFL era. But Hawthorne have literally won more. We'll put twenty five bucks on this little one for me and you, Juddy. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, I just, well, just I just feel like that is classic. Um, pretty classic. Uh, VFL. Like VFL bias, like oh yeah, we won all these flags. It's like, mate, does the nineteen oh one flag count really anymore? Yeah, like. It... Does the South Korea flag count really happen? For us? Nah, like, yeah. so I don't know. Did it even? Unless um, I'm there, unless I'm there, plastic cup in hand, paying eleven dollars and getting getting on it. I don't reckon mate, the flags count. The beers back then would have been worth like two shillings or something. Yeah, uh, two shillings for a beer. There? It's all it's all head anyway, and bloody paper cups. They're probably drinking out of like a a U horn, like a horn, like <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Getting done for a ram, sorry, not a you, a horse. ram horn. Getting um, done for ride, riding their horse under influence. So, one last thing before we can talk about a couple other non footy related things. Do you reckon Carlton are the most dockery team in the AFL, even compared to the Dockers? They kicked 6 16 on the weekend, not counting oh. the ones that didn't score. How bad? Yeah. They uh, are the most dockery team. They are the Dockers. They're worse than they, the Dockers. Yeah, they're in, they're in all sorts. Um, they have nothing to blame. For their dockeriness either, except themselves. Yeah. 
they got yeah, yeah. what have they got? They got the Brownlow medalists, Coleman medalists. They got like X amount of first draft picks. Um, and yeah, they're just getting slaughtered. Um, GWS hey, we this got, weekend, mate. Did you yeah, want to touch just on that? quickly. I know I said I was nearly done. Uh, Dan Vandermeer, our uh, IT man, has sent us through a double dinner. So it was six oh. nine forty five on the weekend, and then oh, it yeah. was ten nine sixty nine to Richmond. So it was sixty nine <laughs> and sixty nine double dinner. That's a good hidden dinner. That's a hidden dinner within a dinner. Like it's sort of, it's like a Russian doll dinner. You open it up and there's more dinner inside. <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry. Okay, we can talk about GWS. What are your thoughts about the uh, game? We got to go over there on Saturday. Yeah, hopefully under the radar and a little bit pissed off with our wet mm. performance, and we go over with there good and smack odds them. too. Like we're sort so of footy's... pretty much even, flip of a coin. So changes this week. I think they were talking about Darcy coming back in. Nah, next week. Next week, round fifteen. I'm yeah. well off, aren't I? Yeah, dude. Do what do you do? You get all of your info from. I don't you? know, tradies on, podcast, on site, live. tradies on site, yeah. <laughs> I like um, to get all no, my so information. No, so Darcy next week, Aish possibly next week, maybe the week after. Chapman's looking a bit better. Um, Sarong's had a bit of a sore ankle, but I imagine he'll get up. Um, so I think what happens is we get Amira back, who replaces Aish. Um, and Sonny Walters is all right for a full game. So maybe like he comes in and Sturt goes to the sub or something like that. I don't know what they'll do. Um, I think Jackson will ruck better against um, like uh, GWS have some rookie ruckman who's doing not too bad, but you know, he's not Nan Curvis. Um, I don't Tracy know. more time in there as well. I didn't yeah. mind Tracy in the ruck. Eh? Like, and he, he's, he's an animal. Like he's, he's an angry, yeah, he's, he's an angry man. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing him do, I think it's for the loss of not having a natural Ruckman in there. I think you gain by having Jackson up forward. Yeah. I think it's, it's worth Swap playing. Him. And imagine the, the full back going like, okay, cool. Tracy who keeps leading me up. Now I'm on Jackson. Who's a Ruckman. It's like just keeping, I, keeping the defense keep, like on the move is really yeah, good. disrupting him as well. That's why I and like. Then, if you start Fife in the midfield, like so center bounce, Fife starts in. Oh, bro, then after two minutes, ball. just send him forward. And then so yeah. his midfielder is like, so do I follow him forward? Or do, and then someone else in the forward line is like, fuck, I've got to go match, match up on Fife now. Um that this sort is of when, thing works really well. This is when Ross Lyon used to completely mind fuck people and he'd send Schultz to a three on one and all the three <sighs> defenders are just all <laughs> that, yeah. Or, or Ballantyne. It was a risky Ballant- strategy. It rarely came off. But uh, yeah, Ball- it was Ballas and then Schultz. He's like, I need another small forward to be my sacrificial, like one target inside 50. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, I, I think we're a very good chance. I really like that the odds have evened out. So it's like, you know, we're not big odds favorites or anything. I feel like we'll get underestimated because we lost to Richmond at home. Um, but I don't think we played terribly. I think that was a game that was Richmond played well. We played, you know, okay. Um, we didn't give up, which is really important, and um, just couldn't get it done in the end. So I feel like we'll go okay against GWS. GWS would have to play like one of their random awesome games to beat us. Yeah, and I think this is an important game to keep us in touch with the eight. 
I think losing yeah. this one puts I think it puts GWS above us and we just start to slip behind. Well, Hopefully Geelong lose tonight. We're, we're a game in hand. So a lot of the teams that are like we have three or four teams that have a bye and then we also play Essendon next week who are above us. Um so if we win we can sort of go to equal eighth type territory here, which is good. Um yeah, we're a chance. I think we're, we're a red hot chance. It'd be great to get this win and then then tack, take on Essendon across at Optus. We do, yeah. Be good to get some momentum coming back home. Super disappointing to lose at home. Um, we did want to really build the cauldron and the home field advantage. So we'll yeah. chop the ball there. But mate, let's get back on. We'll get back on the train. We'll book the bus. Did you want to call it there? You got anything else you want yeah, to add? Yeah, no. Uh, the final thing was there was a pretty good. Um, Selfie setting, so Enreach Comp, uh, Enreach.io for your uh, crypto needs. So give us, send us a selfie if you're listening to the pod. We had um, Paul, I'm going to butcher this, Radlidge. It's R-A-D-A-L-J. I don't know. Um, I feel like an L and a J don't often go hand in hand, one after the other in the alphabet. But um, he took a photo of himself wearing full kit listening to the pod at Lake Grace Hotel. So very quantum there. Uh, I really enjoyed that. So good on you, Paul. Um, Home of the Nat 5 statue. Yeah, so sent us through. Uh, Rosie won the mid-season hat, which she was pretty wrapped about. Coops is going to send that out Send that out to her. Uh, and now we've just got the um, Indigenous Guernsey that you'll win if you give us the best selfie at the end of the year, thanks to Enreach. So uh, send in your photos and you might get a Guernsey like Louis McKissick did. All right, team. Should we leave it there? Yeah. Hey, good luck over the weekend, mate, and we'll be back on it next week. See you soon. All right. Catch a monkey.